0: Madison's alternative 1067 the resistance this week on the disruptor series. I'm joined by Avril Levine. Hello. Hello. How were your
1: holidays? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well. Um, My holidays were great. I got to see my family, which I have not been able to see them very much due to the pandemic and because they're in a different country than I. So I got to travel to Canada and um, got some much needed quality time with them. And it was just kind of nice to get out of the city where it's like, go, go, go all the time and just like lay back and relax and eat tons of junk food. (laughs)
0: Lots of cookies. Yeah. You've released music and albums pretty consistently over the years.
1: Why was 2021 the time to
0: release new music for you?
1: It just felt like it was the right time to release the music. And once like I started hitting my stride in the studio, it all kind of came together naturally. And I just like linked up with really cool people and worked with really cool people. And then once I finished the record, I knew it was time to put it out. ASAP. And it felt just like a really exciting time. And I had extra time over the last, last year to really work on my songwriting and write a lot of, of, of music because we weren't traveling because of the pandemic. And I had like a previous tour that got canceled. So I really turned to songwriting and, and that was like inspirational, just like having all that time to, to write that much one of those really cool people is Maud's son. How did that come up? Mm-hmm. I met Maud and we got together to write. And then he introduced me to John Feldman. And John Feldman is the producer of this album. And I also worked with Travis Barker. And it was just a lot of hanging out and having fun and writing tons of songs. I wrote about 30 songs. Wow. and. It's probably like the most fun I've made, had making a record. Mod Sun is part of that pop
0: punk kind of movement, but it's definitely started to make a comeback over the last couple of years. Is it weird to be a part of a scene that's making a resurgence? I love it.
1: And it's cool because like I hear from like some artists that I meet, they tell me how my music has like influenced them. Um, or it's been an integral part of their life. And, um, you know, music has definitely evolved and it's cyclical, and I've evolved musically. Um, but at the end of the day, music with an attitude is what we find ourselves relating to and what I love. And I'm seeing the scene, like, really come back to life and at the same time, like a new generation, um, discovering alternative music, but it's really cool. Do you hear
0: yourself in it or does it sound like a completely different entity to you?
1: I don't really think of it that way, (laughs) but it's nice to just see the genre like right now. Um, really it's like kind of like really popular and it's like, For me, it always has been, but it's a little more like mainstream or whatever you want to call it. It's just cool seeing people appreciating like live music, live guitars, live drums, alternative music right now, because that's like what I've always loved the most. And so this album that I just made, like from front to back, is actually my most alternative record.
0: We're only six weeks apart in age, and we were both in high school when you released Let Go and basically took over the world. Was it strange to see everyone start dressing like you and singing your songs, especially at such a young age? Yeah,
1: it was really <laughs> strange and, like, weird, but, like, a pleasant surprise and kind of, like, like shocking. Like, I remember having, like, this moment of being in a venue, probably, like, my first show, and, like, peeking outside and seeing fans, like, lined up outside and they were dressed like me and yeah it was super weird but like a good weird and what's funny is that like my style because i dressed like a tomboy and so casual and like baggy clothes was like my parents didn't like that and like when i started like doing photo shoots and stuff like that with my album cycle and magazines they did, people didn't like that either. They wanted to like really dress me up and and it was a constant battle for me, my fashion. It was just like no one ever liked what I was wearing. It wasn't good enough. It was just like I dressed like a tomboy. But then what's funny is like my style connected with my with the the fan base and like that was like a big part of like I think what people liked about me too. Like which is really funny. So I'm glad I like stuck to my guns and just like was like stubborn and just like fought for like wearing the clothes I wanted to wear.
0: (laughs) It's evolved for you. You have a clothing line called Abby Don. What's the story with that? And how is it different from your merch?
1: Yeah, I mean, okay, so I have Abby Don. That was my nickname growing up for my dad. And I was able to make a clothing line over the last decade or so and um i've had some fashion shows and it's different from merch because merch is more like avril like me music and it's like usually like tour dates and single names and album titles and tour titles and then abby don is like just more like rock like i have fun with like rock and roll icons like skulls and safety pins and lightning bolts and it's like kind of cute like pop punk rock and roll fashion and just like fun different prints like libra and leopard and stuff and um, i'm currently working on revamping it right now so i'm actually really excited about that there's been a lot of buzz online about how
0: you seem to never age is skincare and makeup something you would possibly delve
1: into as well well thank you (laughs) that would be like really dope for sure. That's something I'm interested in that I have been interested in for a while. So it would be cool for sure to like do makeup for skincare. It's nice because like when you've been doing music as long as I have, and like and then you have a fashion line, like for me, it's just like it goes with what I'm doing and I wear the clothes and I tie it into my music. And then like if I had a makeup line, it would be like literally like what I'm wearing and me. So it's like it's cool to have other creative outlets that ultimately like stem from the music. Mm-hmm.
0: and back to the music a new album you've talked about it's teased to come out in 2022 can you share any more info on what's to come and why you decided on travis parker's label
1: well like i was saying earlier i feel like it's the most fun record i've made i got to like work with all my friends in the scene and just like a bunch of cool people and this is album i have like the most amount of features i've ever had i think i've only done like a couple before so yeah. I have a bunch of cool artists that I worked with, um, Mod Sun, Tra- uh, Travis Barker, John Feldman, MGK. And then there's like a couple other collaborations like features. And then as far as like working with Travis and like signing to his label, we were working on the record and at the time, like I didn't have a label or anything, which was nice. Actually, and then as we like started working together more, kind of just was like a no brainer to um, sign with DTA. And like, what's great about him is he's a musician, he's a rock star, he's done it all, he's traveled. But like, so he gets it and, you know, I can talk to him about whatever I need to talk to him about. And he like understands me from an artist's perspective as well. So it's just been like a lot of fun. Everything just feels like natural and chill and fun. And that's good for making music. Yeah. And that's how I went into the studio. It was like Travis and I were talking. He was like, what are you doing? Are you making music? And then like Maude put out a song and like, I loved what he was working on. And I was like, who are you working with? And he introduced me to John Feldman. And it was just like, um, and then when I worked with these people who are incredible artists on this album, like I felt really understood I felt like they're just like we're all just like kind of from like the same style we all get each other and then we all really complimented each other and yeah it was just it was fun you're also about to head out on the
0: road and in May you head out with Modson and grandson how excited are you to get back on the road
1: Oh, my God. I can't even tell you. I'm so excited just because, like, tours keep getting canceled <laughs> because of COVID. It's, like, obviously annoying. So, like, now that we're finally, like, going on tour, it's like, yes. I'm um, very excited to perform. And, yeah, so I'll be in Canada in May with Motsen and, Gr- and grandson. And then, um, yeah, in the summer in the States. Oh, good. I was wondering if there was going to be an American tour after Canada. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I'm really looking forward to it.
0: Did you pick Grandson and Modson to tour with? I did. Yeah. Grandson also collaborates with a ton of people and has been very active in the alternative scene lately. How did you meet them?
1: Just had a bunch of different, like, artists that were available um, presented to me. And so I listened to their music and stuff. And, like, obviously I'm a huge Modson fan. And... (laughs) That was like made a lot of sense. We have a song together and for other reasons, but um, he's just like somebody that I also respect musically. And so, yeah, they both felt like a great fit.
0: Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. We can't wait to see you in the summer here in the States, hopefully in Wisconsin somewhere. Absolutely. I can't wait. We're going to check out your new song, Bite Me, right now on The Resistance.